your age and they were yeah. watching it, uh, we just were totally in awe that, that we'd never seen anything like that because it was a different concept versus like, you know, uh, the guy that just had these superpowers, but it, because he was a, uh, a Saiyan. Yeah. And we knew what it was, we kind of knew what it was from the beginning, but it, but it kind of manifested into a bigger being so when I saw Goku and then when he channeled all his power, but we didn't see any, you know, but it was awesome. But how they would just do the sound effects. The one I always laugh is when they would, uh, when they would fight and then all of a sudden they're on the floor or they get hurt. They, they're they making <laughs> all those noises. You're like, ugh, ugh, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I'm like, they're getting out. <laughs> and we love it. I mean, nowadays the animation is great, you know, because of CGI and stuff and all that. But when I watched a Dragon Ball Z movie like those, I mean, there were many of them, right? I always wanted to see what was going to happen next. And you get all these new characters, too, which, which, which is pretty cool. What was your favorite part of any kind of a Dragon Ball Z movie that actually is embedded in here? Oh, gosh. I love, I really love the first Broly movie. Oh, that yes, was, well, because yes. you see this really buff guy, but he's yeah. just every five seconds, Kakarot. And that's yeah. all he says is Kakarot the entire time. <laughs> I'm a big Brawly fan. Look at oh, that. Oh, that's awesome. I've had this for a while. And my brother, they used to work for DB's Discounts. He told me about a bra. It was a fluke. And... I can't I think this, I don't know, I don't know how old is this. It's still in its box and it's the Brawly. Yeah. Yeah. That's beautiful. <laughs> That's beautiful. I love that. I love that. It's super, 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 super cool. It's the uh, Dragon Ball Z movie collection. And it's the Super Saiyan Legendary Brawly. So if you ever get to see one on Amazon, go get it. It's super cool. <laughs> now, that is sick. Um, fun fact, I was at an anime convention back in, like, I think 2008, and yeah. I met his voice actor. I met Vic Mignogna. No way! He was the nicest guy ever. He, <laughs> he does his voice. He does, um, oh, man, he's a lot of people. He does Edward and freaking Full Metal Alchemist. Oh, wow. Yeah, he does a lot of voices, and he was so cool. He just talked to us for a long time, and then afterwards... He was playing piano and like, cause this is at the Radisson Hotel. He was playing yeah. piano and like the big hall they have and we were all just singing songs with him. Oh, that is super cool. Did you get like anything signed or anything? I did, okay, I don't know where these pants went but I used to have a pair of pants that uh -huh. had a bunch of bands that had signed them. Katy Perry's signature was on them. No I had his signature on them. That's so cool. I, I'm so sad I lost them but uh if I can find pictures I will insert them here in the edit. <laughs> That is awesome. I'm, I'm surprised you didn't wear like a Dragon Ball or, or a shirt or like a pants. Oh, no more. I was <laughs> I was cosplaying. I was cosplaying as a Aerith that weekend from Final Fantasy VII and Tifa oh. Lockhart from Final Fantasy VII. I got to see that little picture if you can find it somewhere. I'm going to look. It's on my old Facebook. I'll put it in the edit when I find it. That is awesome. Oh, my gosh. Now, as far as for any of the Dragon Ball Z movies, was there any one that made you cry? I don't know. I feel like I wasn't very sentimental when I watched all these movies because I was like 
13 and younger. Yeah. <laughs> well, that, that kind of went, blew you away. Like, what is going on? Well, like I said, the original Broly, all three of the Broly movies, the ones that I've seen, I haven't kept up with it the last few years, but the ones I've seen, like, it always just blew my mind that he kept coming back, first of all. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, what the hell is this? You know? And, oh, the Frieza movies, too. Those oh. were cool. When Frieza gets rebuilt. <laughs> that, I, I remember that, because I remember when we watched when Frieza was fighting Goku, and he just couldn't do it. And then all of yeah. a sudden, like in the in the TV show, Trunk appears. Yeah, oh, Trunk is my favorite. Yeah, I was like, what is going on? And then he took out his sword and, wow, 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 you know, and then he just fell to pieces. Mm -hmm. My brothers and I, we just looked at the TV and then we were like, wait a minute, who's this guy? And then when they said, wait a minute, that's Vegeta's son. Oh, oh, I know. When they brought in time travel to the show, I was like, what the heck is happening? Yeah. And that's another thing all on its own. The only movie that really goes into the timeline is the Trunks movie because it yeah. shows how Trunks like build his time machine after defeating Cell and yeah. Oh my god, Cell too. I love he was my favorite villain. <laughs> He's actually pretty cool. I for my favorite villain, oh man. Well, I don't think he, well, he was a villain in the beginning. Of course, it's Prince Vegeta. Oh, of course. He's, yeah. a, he's a legend. Excuse my language, but <laughs> but he was in the beginning, like you know, Super Saiyan, he was the prince. And when he and then he came to Earth with um Nappa, and they were just trying to find who this Kakarot person, which is Goku. And mm -hmm. in the episodes, it just prolonged and prolonged and prolonged. But then I kind of felt you know, in tune with him because he was like he just wanted to to be the only one there, but they, there was always that one person that actually overshadowed him, which was Goku or Kakarot. Yeah. And then every time he became like in you know, I'm pretty sure everybody knows he became Super Saiyan first, and then Vegeta started you know going into that genre as far not genre but turning into a Super Saiyan of how they were training and stuff and all that. But when I first remember seeing Goku turn into Super Saiyan, I mean, it was awesome on the TV shows. But then in the movies of Dragon Ball Z, he became Super Saiyan 2 or Super Saiyan 3, Super Saiyan 4. They were yeah. <laughs> awesome. Did you see the one where I guess he had long, long, blonde locks of hair? That's Super Saiyan, I think, 4. 4, right? And yeah, the guy who was, I can't remember his name, but he was red. He looked like a lizard, but he had the kind of like the helmet that kind of looked like uh, uh, like horns, but it was white. And he had yeah. the ability to pixel in and then the ability to pixel out. I think I remember that. Yeah. When Goku was fighting one, I can't remember his name, but I guess it was the same guy. And but he was already dead in one of the movies and then Vegeta was there and so when they had to beat this guy the only way they could beat it was they had to fuse together yeah they had to do the earrings of the fusion dance whatever they had and, and what was the name do you remember uh, I, remember. I think it's Gogeta oh yeah when they turned into Gogeta and um Vegito is what 
because when they're the earrings, I think they go Vegeta, and when right. they do the fusion dance, they become Vegito. Vegito, yeah, yeah, because was, you become two different things depending on how you fuse. Uh, but you know what? After Dragon Ball Z, did you ever notice anything? I think there was one with, I think it was called Trunks, the history of Trunks. Yeah, that's the one I was talking about that's actually in the timeline. Yeah, I remember when he was a kid, and then when Gohan actually was a teenager and he died, remember he was killed. Yeah, well, because in Trunks' timeline, because the whole thing why Trunks went back in time was to save Goku from this heart disease he had. Right. And he had the cure, so, but in Trunks' timeline, Goku didn't get the cure, Everybody died because Cell was just too powerful and they needed Goku's self, but he was gone. Yeah. So the only people that were alive were like Trunks and Bulma. That's when actually Trunks was probably in his adolescent teens. Yeah, and the the movie, I think, kind of ends when he's like 13-ish. Because yeah. that's when he defeats one of the, uh, one of the androids, I believe. Yeah. And then the montage at the end shows him building the time machine and then shows a montage of when he goes back to Dragon Ball Z and does all that crap. Yeah. But did you ever notice, if you get to see it again, because uh, the rumor has it, me and my bros were talking about it. Back I would love to watch it again. <laughs> if you ever get to see it again, the scene where Trunks is actually bending down or he's trying to hide away from one of the androids, it was raining. And in the background, there it said AF. No, oh, yeah. You remember that? Because there was rumors that after Dragon Ball Z, it was going to be Dragon Ball AF. I remember that for the longest time. People had fan art online, and I was Googling it all the time. Mind you, this all happened when I was like 12. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was on AOL all the time, just looking up pictures on askjeeves.com. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> And I could never, I even asked guys that were my age in my 20s, even people at, in the video store who were so uh, Dragon Ball Z fanatics and asked them, hey, so is it true? Is it a rumor? Is it, is, are they going to come out with Dragon Ball AF? Is, well, what? at that point, they, in Japan, they already had Dragon Ball GT going. And then AF was supposed to be like a spinoff of GT where like everyone's a Super Saiyan basically. Yeah. But this is, they say now Dragon Ball GT, it wasn't part of, oh gosh, it, it's not part of. They the, retconned it because it was very bad. Right. It was not. You know I liked I, it when I was watching it when I it was coming it. out. But looking back, I'm like, mm, it didn't really fit in. Like, why is Goku a kid? What the hell? You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was a kid and then he became, he had all these powers, but then all of a sudden. When he became Super Saiyan 5, he became an adult. Yeah, but then yeah. once he left it, he was a kid. Yeah, and it was cool because then I got to meet Pam. I did love Pam. They, I believe they kept her at late, yeah. like in other things, because I haven't seen um, Dragon Ball Super, which yeah. is basically GT but better. Yeah. I haven't watched it yet, but I know Pam's in it. Yeah, I always loved her. I wanted, I wanted to be her. <laughs> she was so awesome because I've seen a lot. Of, you know, Dragon Ball GT. I don't know if you seen remember the episodes, but there was a lot of instances where they had to fight the the dragon the the dragons or the dragon balls because I guess they were mm -hmm. all like I don't know hate or yeah I remember the whole concept was the dragon balls became like possessed or they turned into creatures right. and we had to fight them and collect the dragon balls to get Goku to become an adult again yeah I guess you and I remember Trunks yeah. looking like a cowboy I was like what's happening oh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I saw I saw all of it, and they were they were really good. They, it was really good, but then on things 
after Dragon Ball Z, I think the last episode, because I do believe in the, the series, Boo Han actually finally passed away. He died. And, oh. I, and was in a tournament watching her great grandkids and grandkids fight. I remember. Yeah, I remember that. Okay, it's all coming back to me. It's been a long time since I watched yeah. TV. And then I remember where she was, I guess they were, you know, they saw young, it looked like Gohan when he was a, a kid. Fighting yeah. Like another kid that looked like Vegeta. Yeah, because I think it was like, I think it was Pan's grandkid fighting Trunks' grandkid. Yeah. Something and, like that, yeah. And then they were fighting and all that. And he goes, wait a minute, are they reincarnated or something? But then, you know, I guess the animation, they, how they drew him looked like, like, they tried to make it be like, look, you know they're related because they look like them because apparently yeah. that's how genetics work. <laughs> yeah. But it was after a while when, uh, when Pan was, you know, she's a grandma already and she's walking out and then she mm -hmm. looks over and then she sees. Oh, he sees Goku, huh? And he's just like. Goku. Yeah. It goes away and stuff. And then he did, you see him just fly off with the wings and stuff. You know, that I remember that. Oh, it's all coming back to me. Oh, my God. It is really, really, really good. And I go, oh, he's really gone. And then I go, oh, that's yeah. done. But yeah, I remember all those movies were so cool. And I couldn't wait to see all of them. Like like you say, the three bra brawling movies. He mm -hmm. uh, thought other characters. And, um, and, and I then, remember another one that I really like that is also part of the actual like timeline is um, Bardock about Goku's dad. I uh, love that because that gave you some insight on how Goku came. Like I, I loved it because I remember at the end of Bardock, that's when they... um actually show him landing on earth grandpa gohan finding him and they kind of give a quick little synopsis of what happened he hit his head and all that crap yeah yeah that was pretty cool though but then that i was, was when i met bardock and then how he he sacrificed himself yeah because you know planet vegeta was dying uh, was gonna die because of frieza frieza blew up the planet and he's all trying to warn everybody and everyone's like eh, f you you know this doesn't matter we're gonna beat him whatever he wouldn't do that. And then the only people to escape were um, Vegeta, Nappa, Raditz, and Goku. And Goku shouldn't even, even escape, but his dad put him in that pod. Yeah. Kind of Superman him to Earth. Right, right. Yeah. Did you notice that, I guess in one of the Brawley movies, I guess, with the, the first Brawley movie, I guess Brawley was a teenager. Goku was an infant. And then I guess they were in the same area. Yeah, and Brawley was getting annoyed by Goku crying all the time. I remember and, that. Man, oh, wanted... yeah, Brawley was the other survivor. Yeah, yeah. He just wanted... It's funny because the way they kind of did it, like I said, they go, um, what's his name? Goku's dad, like, literally supermaned him to Earth. But if you yeah. think about it, freaking Vegeta, Nappa, and uh, Raditz are kind of like um, Zod and his crew. Yeah, all that <laughs> That is right. Yeah. They're like Zod and his crew, the three of them coming to Earth. Yeah. Holy smokes. Yeah. I think Akira Toriyama liked Superman. Yeah, yeah. I think <laughs> he really did. Yeah. Now, as far as that goes, uh, if you had all the Dragon Balls together, what would be your wish? Oh, geez. That's a hard question. Because... You only get one wish. I know later on it became three wishes, but you only get one wish if we're talking just Dragon Ball era. 
But if it happened like here, like on Earth, if you found those Dragon Balls, what would be your wish? I know that's a hard one. Oh gosh, I don't know because part wants to be like, oh, wealth, but then I'm like, oh, do I really want that? That sounds selfish. Because then I could also wish for world peace or end world hunger. That reminds me of miscongeniality. Oh gosh! Art. <laughs> world peace, world peace, and then and then uh, Senator Bullock. Uh, more harsh punishment for criminals. <laughs> yes. And world peace. I love and world peace. World peace. That's uh. true, because party is like, <laughs> I've got this one thing I really want, but also world peace. <laughs> <laughs> Here, if I had the three wishes that they got later on, money, world peace, end of, <laughs> end of world hunger. <laughs> for me, if I, if, if I found the Dragon Balls and I had the contraption and then the and then Shang Long appears, what I would pro- what I would wish for is to have Goku's power. Oh, that'd be cool. Uh, and you get stronger every time you get defeated too. Yeah. And it would That's be the cool thing. It would be the the one that guess the ultimate one he had was the last one was uh drag uh Goku God. Is that right? Where's- oh, I don't know. That might have been later. Yeah. Yeah, because I remember I most I remember from him is Kamehameha, which he learned from Ms. Master Roshi and the Spirit yeah. Bomb. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mr. Oh, the instant transmission. Yeah, he had that. But remember when Master Roshi, when he did the first Kamehameha when Goku was small, he was a frail, frail old man. And then all of a sudden, and he just did it. I was like, what? Yeah. And then Goku. I mean, he said it took him years and years of just in order for him to do that. Goku just did it in one shot. When, yeah, and like, then Gohan kind of does the same thing, learns it right away. Yeah, learns it right away. But then, yeah. That was your first clue that he wasn't a normal human. Yeah, yeah. It was, you couldn't tell. And then, you know, he could, him, Krillin, uh, Chow- Oh, yeah, it took Krillin a while. Krillin caught it fast too, but it did take him a while to learn. It took him a while. And then he had the ability to do that saw, like when he would. Oh, <gasps> destructo disc. Destructo disc, yeah. Yes. Like, what? That's crazy. But it was, but then they had to be either a different kind, all of them, because didn't they all float in the air? Yeah, they all flew. I, I can't remember who. Goku learns to fly at one point, and then he teaches everyone else how to fly, basically. Because I remember... Yeah, Yamta learns how to fly. They Most of them learn how to fly, because I remember even um, Gohan teaching Videl how to fly later on. Uh, what? What's his name? Hercule's daughter. Because yeah. I remember the whole thing, you're sitting there, they're like harnessed your energy, and they all the hair starts to float up, and then they start to fly, and she learns how to fly. Wow, because remember on GT, everybody was flying and flying and flying. And yeah, then, then they, it was nothing. Yeah, there was flying and Pan was going around and then they were saving some kid. And then the little kid had, oh gosh, I can't remember what it was. They were saving some, it looked like, I don't know if it was like, remember in Final Fantasy, the first one uh, were Cloud and then you had to ride like on these golden ostriches. Yes. It were they the Chocobos? The chocobos, there you yes, go. Yes, the chocobos. I don't know if this kid had a chocobo they were trying to save or something. I can't remember. Or I can't remember what it was. I vaguely remember what you're talking about because it was like a chocobo-esque looking character. Something, and then all of a sudden, Pan goes, come on. And then he goes, but I don't know how to fly. What? You know, I thought everybody knew. 
And then she says, I'll come back and I'll teach you how to fly. And I was like, what? I'm like, can you do that? So, but I guess yeah. I have to rewatch that episode. Like, Apparently, set. like, in the Dragon Ball Z universe, anyone can fly. I think you have to have a certain amount of, like, strength in you, of course. Yeah. And Videl was stronger than the average human because uh-huh. Hercule, he's stupid, but he is also very strong. Uh-huh. <laughs> but so she has that kind of in her and you were able to tap into it. But it's all about, I remember them, the whole episode, he's just meditating and showing her to focus her energy in this ball and, like, imagine it's right here. And as soon as she finally got it, that's when she started to lift off the ground. Huh. I also loved Videl, by the way. <laughs> I wanted yeah. to be her too, fur and tan. She is pretty awesome. But then also what freaked me out was when uh, when Android 18 and 17, the brother and sister. Yeah. And then when the sister, I guess she died, but then Go Krillin loved yeah, her. He, he, he wished her back, but also to be a human. Human. So she became a human and they had their daughter Marin. Yeah. And she still had her powers. Yeah, she was so strong as heck. Yeah. I was like, what? And then I was like, huh. And then when I saw Krillin like later on, full head of hair. I know. He gave up his like monk lifestyle. Yeah. I was like, what? And he goes, Does he still have those six dots in his forehead? And I was all like, That's what I thought. I thought they were like on there permanently, but I guess that was a cosmetic choice every day. I think back in the day, I remember. Me and my brothers we were watching all the movies, and then we were already when they were they weren't even coming out in the United States yet. Yeah, we you guys were, are having the you guys got ahead of the game. Yeah, because me and my brothers, when we were watching it, we were watching because the guys that that we had, that were we were friends with that had the video store, they would have them first, and then you know they were coming from they were they were being imported from Japan or what have you. And then he goes, hey, we got these movies that were coming out. What? He goes, but it's not even out yet. This is like about a year. We already got them. It's already out in Japan first. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, because so, keep in perspective, Tree of Might came out in 1990 in Japan. America didn't get it till like 99 or 2000 wow. when it was dubbed and everything. And it was English. So that was sitting there for 10 years just in Japanese. Wow. Yeah, because I, I still have those videos. I even had my little brother was, you know, like, when I actually moved out and says, Hey, please save all these videos. So when I'm really, <laughs> I can watch them. Protect them. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, but it was really cool. I even bought like the, the wall scrolls, the. Oh my God. I used to have like three wall scrolls and a poster. I had action figures. I had everything. Yeah. And then something happened and I had to move. Cause I was like 12, 13. Yeah. And my great aunt who I was living with decided, Oh, I'm just going to throw everything away. She threw away all my VHSs, all of my action figures, all my wall scrolls. I was like, I was dead. Oh, God. (laughs) I know those days. It's like, oh, you're kidding me. What? And then when when the beating games were coming out with Dragon Ball. Budokai Tenkaichi. They were so good. But when PlayStation came out, the first one, the the PS1, uh, or PlayStation, they were... they were doing the offer as far as to have modify your PlayStation so you can play all the import games. Oh, wow. And so when we were, I was working at the time and I was in my early 20s and the, I bought the PlayStation, but I also wanted to play import games from Japan. And I went to this place that they had import games from Japan that was just a Dragon Ball, like two or three different kinds. And I looked at them and I was like, how much are these? And they're like 40 bucks. I goes, really? And then I was all like, do you know anybody that, because will this work on a PlayStation game console? And he said, no, it has to be like a console from Japan or what have you. 
And then he would say, but I know somebody that could actually. Uh, I got the hookup. The hookup. So I paid him. It took him about a couple days. They called me back. goes, hey, pick it up. It's over here. Blah, 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 blah. And I bought the games. I took him home and played him. I didn't play him. My brothers played him. They were like nine. And you're a spectator. We've learned this. Spectator. And I looked at what they were doing. And I was all like, dude, these are all Japanese instructions. How do you, and so they were like, oh, you don't speak is, Japanese? Yeah, X, Y, X, Y, whatever. Oh, my God, look, you did the, the Kamehameha or the Senko or whatever. And I was just all in awe. And I was all like, dude, this is so, so awesome. And we still got them. But my brothers still have, or the youngest one, he still has those games. And it's like, dude, don't even get rid of those. Just keep them. Oh, but yeah, yeah, no, that's, that's a treasure right there. Oh, yeah. But, yeah, but as far as the... The newer newer movies are. Ha- have you seen any in the in the newer? I movies? like I said. Unfortunately, the last like ten years, my life kind of got flipped around and stuff. Then I had kids, so I haven't been up to date with them. Yeah, I do plan eventually to like actually sit down, watch all of Dragon Ball Super, watch all the new movies because I've heard I've heard great things. I know there's still. Oh. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I've heard <laughs> I've heard great things about the movies and the new show, and I. Just, I got to give it a try because I'm. I heard like I didn't watch any Dragon Ball Super, but I heard like all the fans' dreams came true. Super Saiyan like six and this and that, and I'm like, yeah, watch it. Because I know the one that I remember that came back was uh, Dragon Ball Z Resurrection. Oh, okay, I think I heard of that. That's when I guess Frieza was resurrected back again. Yeah, I haven't seen it yet. You know, I'm a big Dragon Ball fan as well, but I haven't seen it yet. I would have to actually sit down and watch right after Dragon Ball Z. I would have to start watching all of the GTs completely. And then, you know, even the animated ones or the yeah. OVA series, OEV series. Oh, I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Where it's only aired in Japan, but it's like, a longer concept, I guess, or they're going more into depth as far as for the story. But uh, I, I will have to go into that and then just go into the movies after that because it's a continuation. But uh, but yeah, I'm super excited. But yeah, it's like you said, it's one of the movies. Well, one of the the not a kid, but being at a, an adult, a young adult in my twenties, watching all of those, and then nowadays it's like, oh yeah, even my nephews and my nieces. Are watching it, and we. Re- I remember watching them, and they're all super Dragon Ball Z fans. My brother's first son, um, he's actually getting into watching it, and he's you nice. Know, he's in for a journey. Oh yeah, oh yeah. So we're super excited. And I told my brother, hey, maybe on his second birthday, maybe just do a Dragon Ball Z cake or something. <laughs> that would be so. That'd be like the cake of my dreams when I was a kid. Uh, now, you know, like. Me and my friends, um, I had the Japanese channel for some reason when I was growing up. And I remember, uh, I think when Dragon Ball Z was still on the Boo Saga, Uh, the Japanese channel was airing new episodes of Dragon Ball GT. And uh, I have my next door neighbors come over and we sit down and watch them in Japanese with the subtitles. uh, Did you (laughs) ever pick any any Japanese at all watching it? No. I know Konnichiwa and Mushy Mushy and that's it. Because <laughs> I remember Piccolo always saying that, Nani? and I go, Oh, that means 
why or what? <laughs> I remember Baca means idiot. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> they would always think Baca. They cussed a lot in Japanese. They did. They Especially did. Vegeta. He cussed so much in Japanese. Yeah. Shoot, I remember when we were kids and we were watching, of course, they were showing the Dragon Ball Z animation and we were watching it in Spanish. Oh, gosh. Oh, I watched it in Spanish a little too. <laughs> and then when we were watching it in Spanish and then we're watching it and it was super loud and my grandma came in and she's like, hey, what are you guys listening to? <laughs> and then I go, there's a lot of cussing in this. And they're like, oh, the cartoons, they cuss? And I, we were laughing because in the English version, they, they really toned it down because it was a Y, Y7 ca uh, uh, category. They toned down most anim uh, animes in America, like even Sailor Moon. Um yeah. What's it called? Saturn and Jupiter, not Jupiter, Saturn and um, one, the other one, they were in a lesbian relationship, but uh, in America, they were cousins. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they they toned a lot of stuff down. But then now when I watch even in the, in the animated series, any anime, I have to watch it in, in its original format because the story is different from when they did it in the American version. You know, there's, there's wait a minute, it's different. Why is it saying this? Or it's, the way they said it was totally different than the way they said it here. It's uh, like the overall plot was the same, but little key facts they changed in America. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, it's, but I still watch it. You know, if I don't understand that, I, then I watch it in English, but then I have to watch it again in, in its original format. But yeah, every time we always buy like a Dragon Ball Z movie or what have you, I always wanted the format Japanese first. I have to look <laughs> at sure. You're a purist. Yeah, is it dubbed? Is it subbed or what? So if I if I knew that it was subbed, then actually I would actually buy it. But yeah, we always bought it on time, and I remember spending thirty bucks back in the day just to watch that movie or nineteen ninety nine when Target had it. And I remember when is it coming on a release date? And then I would type it in. Oh, there it is. All right. And then I told my brothers, Hey guys, guess what? It's time <laughs> to watch the movie, and we would just watch it. But like yeah. I said, when I was younger, I had I had a lot of the movies and a lot of the episodes on VHS. And like I said, those got thrown out once I had to move and still angry. But um, like 10 years ago, I started collecting again. Like I have all the Dragon Ball series on DVD. I've got like half the Dragon Ball Z series on DVD and a couple of movies. And like over the years, I've slowly just been like, I'm going to buy a couple here, a couple there because I want my collection back. Yeah, because now... Like that one, I think I can't remember what the first Dragon Ball movie that came out, and it was with Android Eight, and he was the Frankenstein guy. Oh um, yeah, they did the series on Dragon Ball, but then they also did a Dragon Ball movie when Gohan was just a little kid, and they were fighting the Red Ribbon Army, and and it was the one guy, and he had the big whatever, and then. Gohan was actually friending the Android 8, and he looked like Frankenstein. And um, But I remember only watching it in Japanese, and I can't find it. I can't find the original format on DVD of it. I would probably have to go on eBay, because the now the newer versions that are coming out, it's only dubbed, and the storyline is different, and it's almost the same, but the emotional part because they had one part where android 8 was destroyed by the red ribbon army and also when he got shot at because he saved goku gohan or uh goku when he was a kid and when he saved him 
all you saw was just the the gadgets and everything and the nuts and the bolts just fall to pieces and whatever. And he just looked and he saw his friend just get killed. And all of a sudden I felt it because it was all he was mad. Then you see his tears just well up. And then he started screaming. And then all of a sudden this light of beam came out of him. And then you hear like this like angelic awe. And then, but in the American version, you don't even see, hear that. You just hear him just scream, 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 scream. But in the Japanese version, he screamed, and then the blue beam came out, and all of a sudden, all you hear was angelic, and then it just went to like calm. And then he turned around, and then he started getting angrier, and that's when he did his Kamehameha. Dang. Away. If, if you ever find it, tell me because I mean, I will have to because that mirrors freaking um, Gohan in the Cell Saga. Because what turned Gohan Super Saiyan 2 was Android 16 when his head gets lobbed off and he's on the ground. And he's like, Don't worry about me, Gohan. And then his yeah. head gets crushed by Cell. Yeah. And that's when they like, unlocked his Super Saiyan 2. And he yeah. But yeah, it's that's how they actually, it, I guess that is when either they changed into a, a higher form of themselves and then they became either super saiyan or they did something that they never thought that they could actually do what they had trouble on it was an emotional connection to the yeah. person their powers it. are connected to their emotions basically yeah. so but yeah it was really 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 awesome when i saw that but yeah yeah i'll have to watch that because i don't remember watching that growing up so i'm gonna have to find that and watch I'll, if i find it i will be like mario get over here now yeah yeah <laughs> it's really good but when yeah. you were talking about a Dragon Ball movie, I just thought of the abomination that was the live action one. And I was like, please don't talk about this. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, no. You know what? When I saw that, I went to go see it anyway, because one of the major actors uh, was in another movie. And uh, when I saw it, I was like, uh, you know, I still went to go see it anyway to see how it was. And I was like, was well, it? Didn't the guy that played Piccolo play Spike on Buffy the Vampire Slayer? Oh, my God. <laughs> I was all like, really? Uh, but I was all like, I wish they could have done better. And kind of remember where the guy, Master Roshi, where he lived in the apartment? You know what that reminded me of in the apartment? Huh. They kind of reminded me of the other movie, Batteries Not Included. Where oh, yeah. The, uh, the building looked just kind of like that, but it was all torn apart. And I was like, okay, are the robots going to appear and put it all back together again? <laughs> <laughs> then it was like okay but yeah i thought it was eh. i mean i'd watch it again just to like reminisce but oh, and what's her place played bulma oh, i can't remember her name emmy rawson thanks yeah from phantom of the opera and shameless oh, yeah. yeah she but like they didn't give her blue hair they gave her like a blue streak of hair and i was like really yeah i just <laughs> if they ever did a dragon ball z thing with all the CGI that they have now, why not? You know, in, but they're coming out with all the animated stuff, and it's really good. But I think they're kind of still. If we did, if we ever did a live action, they're probably thinking it's going to look like the one we just did back then. But yeah, as far as for the Dragon Ball Z movies, I'm a big super fan, big super fan, still and still always. And if I ever had, if I ever find those seven little magic little, <laughs> I'll be hey. the same Goku. 21, I don't know. But. I got the four-star Dragon Ball tattooed on me, so I'm already one step oh, closer. Awesome. That is so cool. But, but yeah, it's 
it's something that I always cherished growing up, watching that right there. And, you know, the ability to fly, the ability to transport yourself to another area. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, he was strong as hell. He could, And how the, when they fight, they'll move mountains, would shake and blow up and stuff. Oh, and, I know. Sonic booms with every punch. Oh, my gosh. And then remember, like, in the when Gohan would actually ask for everybody's help, to give him the key. That's what I said, like the spirit bomb. Like, right. like just put your arms in the air. And, <laughs> and I was all like, everybody was looking up and then all of a sudden they were giving their, whatever they had. And then they were like, the animals, you see the animals just lay in the ground and the birds. I know, were, they'd look up and like energy would just pass yeah. on from them. I'm like, how do the animals know? Yeah, how do the animals know and all that? But then the, <laughs> but then he was he would speak to everybody, everybody, like in the Japan, Version, <laughs> and then he would just throw it, and I was like, "Man, that's massive!" But yeah, but yeah, Goku, I would love to have his power. I mean, that is good. I don't know if I'd want flight or instant transmission. I've always wanted to fly, but instant transmission just kind of seems like do I want to waste the energy flying or? <laughs> yeah, there that it goes. You know what? I'll just be. I'm there at work in two minutes. Here I am. Less than two minutes. Screw it. I would like to the wire. I'd be like, I gotta be to work in thirty seconds. I'm here. Yeah, I'm here, but I already talked in. But yeah, <laughs> it's 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 pretty awesome. Well, thank you so much, everybody. This is another edition of MCG Labs with my buddy. Hi, Noel. Noel, our chief <laughs> editor in space. No, not no. Here. Oh my space. <laughs> you you had to add that in space. <laughs> MCG Labs in space. Yeah. But yeah, I'm glad that we had something together that we could do something up and then hopefully uh, everybody get a shout out to Steven. He's a little bit under the weather and uh, with the speedy recovery for him. And uh, in our next one, we'll be talking something really awesome. So oh, stay yeah. tuned. And everybody, if you guys are all Dragon Ball Z fans, just comment down below. What are your favorites and what are your not favorites? And if you found the seven Dragon Balls, what would your wish be? That's the big question. What would you wish for? Yeah. It's harder than it sounds. Yes, it's really hard. But you know what mine was, of course. But yeah. Yeah, world peace. World peace. World peace. <laughs> world peace. But, uh, but yeah, everybody have a great time. And uh, we'll see you soon. And enjoy. <laughs>